This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. जब तक आप इस एपिसोड के एंड तक पहुंचेंगे तब तक आपके ब्रेन ने हजारों इलेक्ट्रिकल सिग्नल्स प्रोड्यूस कर लिए होंगे ताकि जो भी मैं कह रही हूँ कह चुकी हूँ और कहने वाली हूँ वो सब आप समझ सकें योर ब्रेन इज मेड अप ऑफ अ नेटवर्क ऑफ स्मॉल सेल्स कॉल्ड द न्यूरॉन्स दैट कम्युनिकेट इलेक्ट्रोकेमिकली टू एनेबल यू टू थिंक फील इंटरेक्ट विद द वर्ल्ड अराउंड यू योर ब्रेन कंटेन्स अबाउट हंड्रेड बिलियन सेल्स कॉल्ड न्यूरॉन्स सो इट वुड टेक यू अराउंड थ्री थाउजेंड ईयर्स टू काउंट दम ऑल वेन एवर यू ड्रीम लाफ थिंक सी मूव इट्स बिकॉज टाइनी केमिकल एंड इलेक्ट्रिकल सिग्नल्स आर रेसिंग बिटवीन दीज न्यूरोन्स अलॉन्ग बिलियंस ऑफ टाइनी न्यूरोन हाईवेज बिलीव इट और नॉट द एक्टिविटी इन योर ब्रेन नेवर स्टॉप्स countless messages zip around inside every second like a supercharged pinball machine your neurons create and send more messages than all the phones in the entire world and while a single neuron generates only a tiny amount of electricity all your neurons together can generate enough electricity to power low voltage bulb fascinating isn't it but it's even more fascinating when you think that this particular ability of your brain can be a great asset in interrogation and a nightmare for the criminals brain fingerprinting also known as brain electrical oscillation signature profiling is a neuropsychological method of interrogation in which the suspects participation in the crime is investigated by studying the brain's response or electrical behavior of the brain towards a particular stimulus ye basically ek computer based technology hai which is designed to determine hidden information in an individual's brain by measuring electrical brain waves responses to a particular word or a photo or a phrase so basically the subject is made to wear a headgear which is like a band that has a number of electrodes and sen- sensors attached to it and uh, ek screen hoti hai samne and the subject is uh, given a particular stimulus so there are different types of stimulus so the first one is the target stimulus to screen par kuch relevant items show kiye jate hain and basically the ones which were a part of the occurrence for example picture of a crime scene or victim or a murder weapon now if the person is familiar with that particular thing that is displayed his brain will react to that stimulus it will produce electrical impulses that will be recorded by the electroencephalogram similarly we have different more types of stimulus like irrelevant stimulus which is shown to keep the brain activity low as it's not related to the case so the person will not react much he'll cool down and then we have the probe uh, stimulus it is something that the examiner as well as the subject is very familiar with like they are sure ki is particular image 
के बारे में सब्जेक्ट uh, जानता है विदाउट एनी डाउट बट द सब्जेक्ट मे बी ही हैज़ डिनाइड अबाउट नोइंग अबाउट इट इन द नॉर्मल इंटेरोगेशन प्रोसेस सो दैट इज़ द प्रोप स्टिमुलस दैट इज़ गिवन एंड इफ द पर्सन नोज कि ओके आई नो अबाउट दिस पर्टिकुलर एविडेंस सो दैट ब्रेन विल प्रोड्यूस इलेक्ट्रिकल सिग्नल्स दैट विल बी रिकॉर्डेड बिकॉज ऑफ द हेड गेयर now because of these stimulus and cognitive brain activity triggers the neurons and produce signals called p300 now p300 is a component of the event related brain potential it means that the response is electrically positive p and has latency of about 300 millisecond the test is based on basically two phenomena knowledge and experience knowledge is that the suspect's brain might have knowledge about the crime committed and the alibi they have given up and experience is the suspect's experience of having participated in that particular crime determines the guilt of the person now when brain fingerprinting was first used you might be thinking so back in 1999 there was a woodcutter named uh, James Grinder and uh, he confessed of murdering a woman called Julie Helton Helton died 15 years prior to Grinder's confession now shortly afterwards the man retracted his statement and contradicting himself time to time and again and he was changing his statement police were struggling to devise a strong case against grinder as the piece of evidence were decades old thus the sheriffs called dr lawrence who discovered a new way of determining the guilt or innocence in a person by measuring the brain activity that we are talking about uh, so during this test short phrases were flashed on the computer screen in front of grinder and some of these phrases were related to the crime that would be known to only the perpetrator so the computer analysis of the test found that these details of the crimes were recorded in his brain as information present following the test he faced a probable death sentence consequently he pled guilty to the rape and murder of uh, julie helton in exchange for a life sentence without parole and also confessed to murders of other three young women so it is very helpful investigation but it has a lot of limitations as well it is not a perfect uh, method of interrogation brain fingerprinting detects information stored in the subject's brain but it cannot detect how it got in there then koi aise cases hain jisme suspect ko sab kuch pata hai case related jo investigators hain unhe bhi pata hai for example ek subject hai वो कहता है कि मैं वहाँ था क्राइम सीन पे बट मैं विटनेस था मैंने क्राइम कमिट होते हुए देखा है बट मैंने क्राइम कमिट नहीं किया है इवन दो ही माइट बी राइट एंड रॉन्ग वी डोंट नो बट वी नो दैट दिस टेस्ट वोंट हेल्प बिकॉज ही नोज एवरीथिंग अबाउट दैट पर्टिकुलर इवेंट एंड ब्रेन फिंगर प्रिंटिंग बेसिकली फाइन्स इफ अ particular information is present or absent in a person's mind then this test fails when the person agrees on committing a crime but disagrees on motives he says that i did not do it intentionally i did it but i did not do it intentionally so there is no point of conducting this test next is 
this test doesn't discriminate whether a suspect is guilty or innocent of crime it provides scientific evidence only to the court where it is used along with other evidence to decide if the subject is guilty or not it might be just a corroborative evidence but you cannot draw a conclusion based on just brain fingerprinting forensics work on evidence and brain fingerprinting is no exception its ultimate utility depends on the quality and quantity of the evidence which has been collected by the investigator so it might not be a 100% accurate technique but it can help a lot in a particular case it can help to get a lot of leads in a particular case and uh, and it may be repeated for emphasis that brain fingerprinting is not a substitute for effective investigation on the part of the investigator or for common sense and good judgment is on the part of the court thank you for listening to this podcast i'm so glad that you made it till the end so if you liked it do share it amongst your friends and if you have any suggestions or topics on which you want me to talk about feel free to email me on forensicstereo@gmail.com and stay tuned and updated about the latest episodes through my instagram and facebook handle forensic_stereo see you later